So, Mo, I'm in a lot of pain at the moment. Oh, gosh. Okay. So I was I was meal prepping earlier, which, by the way, I didn't actually cook anything because I didn't have no rice because my roommates used all my jasmine rice, which Ooh. was two pounds worth. Um, they decided to just use it, and they thought it was theirs for some reason. We don't need to unpack that. Um, and, but I was, like, prepping the vegetables. I'm like, okay, I'll just cook tomorrow. I'll get the rice on the way home. All the vegetables will be cut. It'll be quicker to cook everything. Um, Mo, mm-hmm. I was cutting jalapenos. Oh, God. Um, I guess I've never really cooked with jalapenos before. Let's just say I just, I somehow got jalapeno juice up my nose and all over my fingers and they burned my fingers. And I was like, oh, why is my nose burning? I'm like, okay, no biggie. Let me just grab a paper towel and like wet it and try to like, you know, by the way, that makes it worse. So... (laughs) My face is burning so bad right now, and my nostrils hurt so much. It's the whole corn thing all over again. Snort milk. Snort milk. <laughs> we had no milk in the house. We had no milk. You know what I did? You know what I did, Mo? What? I made a cornstarch paste, and I put that in my nose. No. It worked. But now I can't get the cornstarch out of my nose. <laughs> oh, my God. So I have clumps of cornstarch that have absorbed jalapeno juice in the very back of my nose, uh. and it hurts so much. <laughs> I'm in so much pain. Oh my gosh. Ew, I can't even imagine like snorting cornstarch. Oh, I didn't snort it. I used a Q-tip and I like gracefully put it on the sides and like cleaned it all up. Um, <laughs> you cornstarch slurried your nose. <laughs> I did. I, yeah, and it's not the kind of cornstarch slurry that I like to have in my nose, if you know. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Bingers Anime Edition. As always, I'm your host, Mo. And I'm Maddie, and this is a little podcast that talks about different animes with fellow weebs out there. Hello, Mo. Once again, Procrastination Corner. Yes. We're recording once again, Sunday night at 8 p.m. We usually release our episodes at 5 a.m. Monday morning. <laughs> so we're literally less than 12 hours. Um... Because... We like to live on the edge of glory. <laughs> Listen, we were both not feeling that great this morning, so... I mean, Mo had a good reason. I was just hungover. Uh. Like, well, honestly, I was pretty good to go until about 7.30, and then I was I texted you, and I was like, I'm kind of hoping that he says that he's not feeling well. <laughs> and like, You were right. I went to the bathroom, and I... Vomited. <laughs> yeah, as soon as you texted me back, I literally threw my phone on the nightstand and passed out. Oh, wait. Mo, you want to know the real reason I vomited? Why? So, my roommate I share a bathroom with has started this new this new cute little thing. This new little thing. He doesn't flush the toilet. Like, at all. And Like, for both things? For both. Ew. Oh my gosh, that's so gross. <laughs> Do you hear him right now? No. He's talking about taking pre-workout at the moment. Because uh, he decided that he's going to start working out a lot this week. And because he's decided to start working out twice a day. He's like, which means I need to eat so much more, guys. So I'm going to be in the kitchen all the time. So y'all just be ready for me to be cooking. I'm like, that's fine. Just clean up your dishes. So I just ran the dishwasher and left all his dirty dishes in the sink. Because I'm a petty bitch. 
Dude, but, I feel that. I mean, I'll just, I guess we'll just keep going. I, I don't think he, he will get much louder than he is. Oh, wait. I think he left the bathroom. It sounds like he's left. Okay, we're good. Um, yeah, the cute little thing my roommate does now doesn't flush the toilet for either. Um, and because of the whole working out thing, he has been going to the bathroom a lot more at the house because uh, he's eating more. Because uh, he used not to drink like any water or eat really anything, and I thought it was really strange. And I was kind of concerned, but also didn't give enough care, give enough shits. But um, yeah. So this morning, when I was super nauseous, not feeling well, I ran into the bathroom, and there was a surprise from the night before. Oh, <laughs> just sitting there. That's so gross. So I immediately flushed the toilet and then started puking. <laughs> That's so gross. Unpleasant, to say the least. So, you know, when I say I have a shitty roommate, I'm not kidding anymore. Yeah, you literally are not kidding. But, yeah, it was funny. I had friends over last night, and they finally met said shitty roommate. Mm -hmm. Uh, Which is kind of funny now, because now I can just call him the shitty roommate, because, one, he's a bad roommate, but also, he literally is shit presents everywhere for me. (laughs) But it was so funny because, Mo, you tell me. He said, we were talking. He's like, yeah, Maddie over there, he just brings the worst out in me whenever I get drunk. He just says the wrong, the, the things that just make me get mad. And I'm just like, hmm, okay. And he's like, and I bring the worst out of him whenever he's intoxicated. Whenever, uh, like, if he's the only one drunk. And I was like, bro, there's only been one time I've ever been drunk around you where you weren't intoxicated as well. And I stripped over a doggy gate and ran around. I walked around naked in the house. And that had nothing to do with you. I was just very drunk. <laughs> but, Mo, do you feel like I bring... I I, I, um, I say the right... I'm, I say pretty much what he's saying is the reason why he gets so aggressive when he gets drunk is because I say just the right things to set him off. I don't know what you've said that would warrant somebody to act like he does. But, you know... I mean, because uh, it just sounds like, listen, so from everything that I have heard about said roommate and everything, he <laughs> honestly just seems just like a terrible person in general. So it well, doesn't su- so it doesn't surprise me that he also gets set off by just drinking, like... Yeah, he's, uh, Honestly, well, he's a narcissist. He really sounds so, like somebody that probably shouldn't be drinking in the first place if he gets that yeah. irate when he drinks. Yeah, um, well, in general, he's a narcissist. So, of course, he's going to blame me for his anger problems when he's drinking, like his him being an aggressive drunk. I mean, I'm not the one over here telling him to go try to fight people down the street. Yeah. Um, he's the one that decides to do that on his own. I'm also not the one that is saying anything at him or doing anything. I'm just saying maybe you should drink some water, and that sets him off, apparently. Uh, people... Or I correct him on the his recollection of history when he thought that World War I was fighting the Nazis and World War II was fighting the Japanese. <laughs> and I was like, hold up, um, no. And he's like, are you a fucking idiot? And I was like, truly was so bewildered by his utter complete incompetence in this that I looked at my other roommate and I'm like, I gotta Google this because maybe I'm like, just had a glitch in the Matrix moment and maybe I misremember everything about history. I mean, 
Not to boast, just... I did get a five on the AP US history exam. Like, I know the wars. <laughs> like, he's honestly just somebody that doesn't like to be wrong and doesn't like to be told that he's wrong. From what I can tell of him. Yeah. And I give so zero shits about that stuff. I just say it as it is most times. Not trying to be rude or anything, but he doesn't like what I say half the time because what I'm saying is earnest and straightforward. Yeah. It's just... Uh, but... I don't know. Like, everything that you've kind of told me about him, he just, honestly, in my opinion, he just doesn't seem like a very good person. He um has his moments... But as someone that may or may not be listening to this podcast at the moment has said to me, their moments of this roommate's moments of uh, good behaviors is far outshadowed by the shitty behaviors. Yep, but that sounds you know, sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. There's more yelling in the house now. There, there's that. Now he's just walking. You know what? He hasn't said anything all day long. Now he's decided to start yelling. I, and I'm see, not even it's, it's just the kind of like the inconsiderate stuff like that, you know, of like, you're not the only one living in the house, you know, and. Oh, but update. He did finally send in a work order to get his door fixed. It's been two months. There you go. But he finally sent in a work order. And you know why he sent it in? Because I said, I'm going to have friends over. Uh, in a couple days, and so he sent it in because he's like, oh shoot, if he's having people all over and they're hanging out in the living room, I don't want to hear it. And I'm like, I don't care. Well, I end up just going to my room because I am a considerate roommate. Uh, so, <laughs> Milo broke our shower. What did he do? So we were giving him a shower and you know, he, he doesn't like getting baths at all. That does not surprise me. And that man, that, that boy's a whiny, he's a whiny boy too. Yeah, and he, so I was giving him a bath and I was getting really tired and Ethan was cleaning the game room. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so we decided to switch for a minute and he was going to finish like rinsing down Milo, you know, because I had sudsed him all up and everything. And so I had closed the door to the shower. Oh my gosh, he well, broke through the door, didn't Ethan he? Ethan went to open it, and Milo just rushed through and, like, broke down the doors. We got them back up, but do they open or close? No. They're just they're just there for decoration. They're there for decoration point. at this point. <laughs> well, I can take a look at it when I come visit, which, by the way, Maddie Boy over here is visiting Mo now for Labor Day weekend. For her birthday. There you go. Because my roommate, shitty roommate, the shitty roommate, decided that he cannot put his dog in a boarding home, so he will be uh, not going on any trips for the next eight months. Because he doesn't know where to put his dog. Which means I will be getting an Airbnb in the next couple months to just have a staycation at someone else's house. There you so go. I get some goddamn peace and quiet. Uh, so- <laughs> but... I mean, dude, I respect that. I mean. Yeah. I was really looking forward to having Labor Day weekend by myself, but that's just okay. I don't need it. I don't need to be alone. 
This is why you should not be assholes to people because then guess what? Then they would be more apt to like, I don't know, help you like watch your animal if you wanted to go on a trip. <laughs> Literally, he didn't even he didn't even ask me. I might have. I mean, there would have been a cost associated with it, but I might have watched it for him. If I get the apartment to myself that weekend, I would just leave her in her. I would leave her in the room all weekend by herself, and I would take her out whenever needed. Which, based on how much he takes him out, twice a day. That's all I would do. Anyway, enough of that conversation. Uh, the mo. What did we start doing in our little D and D group? We haven't talked about it yet. Oh yeah, so we uh started uh. I forgot what it's called. Quiet. <laughs> we started playing Quiet Year. Yes. We didn't get to play it last week because I got violently ill. <laughs> and it's okay. Uh, Mo, next time when you get violently ill like that, I expect you to bring the laptop to the bathroom and participate. Yes. Yes. No, I'm joking. Please don't do that. I will that show you all of what is happening. <laughs> <laughs> Just like my roommate. <laughs> Yes, it's like I'm there. I, I tried to, uh, I tried to tough it out. Like I even made dinner that night. Like I made a meatloaf, and then I sat down to eat like an hour before like the game started, and I literally could not take one bite of it because I was like, I'm going to get sick if I try to eat this. Yeah, I don't blame you. I don't blame you at all. But we did start playing the Quiet Year. We did, and dude. This it's no longer the quiet year. This is the loud year. It's just pure chaos at this point, man. I just I love the chaos of the quiet year, and so I love I love your chaos, my chaos. Our marketing director's chaos is always a little like more on the realistic side, but it's always introducing characters, and then our HR director is always trying to create uh, solutions to all of our problems, right? Which I appreciate. I just like here, like I just like to uh, cause problems. <laughs> You're like, who are the natural predators? Heroin addicts. Heroin addicts. <laughs> the playground's unsafe because of the heroin needles. <laughs> then literally, there's the- a tornado that hits the playground, and the heroin needles go flying everywhere. And then no. I decided to create a ding and rope style uh, situation. <laughs> That's what I thought was so freaking funny. I was like, yeah, they find a playground full of heroin needles. <laughs> it was fantastic. I, in- I introduced the Challenger wreckage at the corner of our site. And then I also introduced the um, Iwatobi, Iwatobi Swim Iwatobi Club. Iwatobi Swim Club. <laughs> yes, who... um have now taken over the carnivorous carnivorous plants and have now created like a little they're now like the gang of the community. Oh yes. And what's the what's the little girl's name who started Dar? Sally. Sally. Like the tree. <laughs> <laughs> Sally. She started the the Dare pro the the, the Dar. Dar program. Yes, we call it the, the I don't Dar. know what it stands for. I was trying to figure it out. It's like drug addicts Rehabilitation, re- <laughs> rehabilitation, uh, something. But we changed it to extermination. <laughs> so it's like it's no longer like trying to rehabilitate the drug addicts. They're trying to just exterminate them all with the support of the student council. Yes, truly, uh, our marketing director's like, guys, we should just make a podcast called The Loud Year. And I'm like, honestly, okay, that's to, funny. I, that's funny. That is so funny. And I was like. I know you, me, and marketing directors on board. I just where we get just, HR on board. Where we just do like uh, 
different versions of the quiet year. Like how this one was a school. And then like the next time we're like, you know. Well, each each of us will come up with a different premise and kind of lead it. Yeah. And then we'll just go in circles. And I was talking to our marketing director and he he's definitely not marketing our HR director. He was definitely a little hesitant on it. And I was like, Broski, we don't have to publish anything. We should just start recording our chaos. We all got the mics. We we can just start recording the bullshit. And yeah. I can edit it in my free time. It'd be... You you guys reach out to us. Let us know if y'all would want to listen to our chaos in our uh, Quiet Year games. Yes. We just, uh, because I love the title, the, call, the Loud Year. <laughs> the Loud Year. <laughs> It'd be fantastic. But Mo, guess what anime is coming out in 2024? What anime? Blue Exorcist season three. Oh, really? I thought that show was. I thought that show was done. I thought they weren't going to renew it. I literally almost cried from joy when I saw that. You know what's also coming out? What? Fiona and Cake. From Fiona Adventure Cake? Time. Fiona and Cake from Adventure Time. I've never seen the Adventure Time. You've never seen Adventure Time? No. What was my childhood? Well, like, you never watched it in, like, college or anything? No, bro. I was checking check up on Teen Titans and, like, Avatar The Last Airbender. Actually, like, really good shows. Uh, Adventure Time is a really good show. Okay. I'm sure it is. I-, I need to watch it. I've seen a lot of clips on YouTube. I love Adventure Time. But there's, like, a spinoff show like there's an episode oh, a couple of episodes i saw the trailer for it i yes. was so confused i'm like this looks like adventure time why is there an ice king i'm confused yeah because there there was there's like a couple episodes in adventure time where they do like a gender bender of like finn and jake called ah. fiona and cake and it's just like everybody is just like the opposite gender that they are in the original show and so then okay. now they're coming out with an actual series called fiona and cake Interesting. Okay, I'm here for it. I support it. But yeah, Mo, I also watched Dr. Stone Season 3. I'm going to finish it probably tonight. And it's really good. But Mo, the Kingdom of Silence is developing so fast. I'm like, whoa, whoa. Like, I'm getting whiplash. I'm like, whoa, how? When did this happen? Whoa, whoa. Whoa! So Dude, hard. I don't know. Like infrastructure. I just have such a hev- hesitance to like continue watching Dr. Stone. Because I'm really scared of, like, me not liking it. Because I really liked the first season and, like, all that it, like, had well, in it. have you seen the second season? No. Because I've heard... You should s- definitely... I've heard so many mixed I... reviews about it. Oh, really? I really like the second season. Okay. Because I feel like... I, If I remember correctly, your complaints for the first season was just... You liked it a lot, but what you were hesitant about was, like, let's get excited for science, baby. And the I'm, overtopness... I'm... I'm scared of it getting way too cheesy. Like, do you like? Do you cheesy. get what I mean? Well, how how would it be cheesy? You describe a scenario to me, and I'll let you know if that is happening or not. Well, like the overuse of like catchphrases and stuff like that, and like you know, I like you know when something gets like really cheesy and stuff, and you're kind of like, oh, this is you know. It's it's not as serious. Like, I feel like the first season, it was okay in terms of, like, it was, like, more on, like, the serious side, but, like, kind of still had that, like, little bit of, like, 
cheesiness in it. Gotcha. You know? Okay, well, I would say the second season has, all, since it's such a whole more focus on strategy and combat, like, it's, it's uh, they're the Stone Wars, so it's, like, a lot yeah. more focused on how are we going to win this war that we've created. There's a lot of cloak and dagger stuff, mm-hmm. so there are some catchphrases still, but I don't know. I, 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 I didn't find them... I didn't find that it bothered me, and I feel like I get bothered by that stuff really easily. I will say in the third season, there is one character that he has this motto that pisses me off so much called greed is justice, and I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> but I would say go for it and go yeah. ahead and watch it. Like, I, I'm just scared of it. if you don't like it, oh well. I'm just scared of it being too overly comedy, you know? Well, there's definitely some really sad moments and very serious moments in the second season. Like, I kind of teared up at the end of the second season because there's some really sad and wholesome moments. Um, yeah, there's a lot. Yeah, no, you you should watch it. You it'll be fine. I don't think it's too cheesy. Okay, I, I think I've the just, humor fits well. I've heard so many just different things about it and stuff. It's kind of like no. how Sword Art Online, or no, not Sword Art Online, Rising of the Shield Hero. How like I heard the second season was not good. The first but the season third coming out. The first season was like beautiful and it was great. And everybody was like, "Oh my gosh, this is so good!" And then I heard from so many people that like the second season fell very flat and like. Okay, well, if it makes you feel better, I personally like the second season better than the first season of Doctor Stone. Okay. Um, because I liked all the new characters. I liked the developments they were doing. I thought it was interesting. The third season's really fast paced. Because it's setting up for the second part of the third third season, which is the sea the sea exploration. Okay. So it's pretty cool. I would watch it, but yeah, that's kind of what I've been watching this week, and I'm excited to finish Doctor Stone season three. Mm-hmm. Um, but what else have you been watching this week? Oh, I fi- I watched all of my love story. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about, Mo? Just the anime we're supposed to be reviewing this week. And I'm like, oh, I see what she's doing here. This is a segue. You know, like the little motorized mall cop things. Mm Mm-hmm. A segue. A segue. A segue. But, um, but yes, the show we watched. And, Mo, I finished the whole thing. I watched all uh, 24 episodes because it expired on Friday on Hulu. So I watched all 24 episodes before it expired. There you go. And then I, re- I looked up what happened in the manga, and I heard that the ending of the manga was pretty bad. Um, that's okay. But I'm excited to talk about it. I found out it was really cute. Uh, See, between my love stage and my love story, I don't know, Mo. <laughs> it's really similar. It's like, <laughs> I, I really feel like they're cut from the same cloth, man. Yeah, you you see how uh, my love story is a little bit more wholesome than love stage? What are you talking about? Love stage is very wholesome. Looking for your Uber Eats. No, no, no. Sorry. My fingers are burning so bad from the jalapeno burns. Uh, How are you supposed to freaking cook jalapenos? Gloves, hon. You can put gloves on. (laughs) Is that what you're supposed to do? Well, I mean, if you touch, like, any meat, you're really supposed to be wearing gloves. You know? I always just, like, if I touch, if I'm touching something that's, like, spicy or that can like leave residue on my hands like I always wear gloves good to know mm-hmm. yes yeah, same 
at least I'm not eating the meat raw anymore. <laughs> Any more. At least I'm washing my hands. There you go. I mean, that works too. I just don't like have to keep, yeah. I don't like to have to keep washing it's... my hands when I cook. And so I just, if I'm touching like raw meat or like stuff that's going to like leave a residue on my hands, like I just always wear gloves. Oh no, that's totally fair. I get that. You disappeared. Yeah. I know, I turned my camera off because my audio wasn't lining up with yours. Can you turn yours off real quick and turn it back on? Uh, I'm back, baby. I'm back. Yeah, I, I, my, I think it's, it's getting kind of choppy, which has been a while since we've had that issue. Oh my god, the jalapeno juice burns so fast <laughs> in my mouth. <laughs> Have you washed your hands? It is hands? definitely still on my fingers. I washed, the, no, I took a shower, I washed, I scrubbed everything. I used body wash i used hand soap i used i even okay well this was my second mistake when i was uh, when it started burning i'm like oh my god okay let me wash my hands real quick and let me just moisturize and like cleanse like do my daily cleansing like facial care so then i cleaned it and i thought i got all the jalapeno juice off my hands i did not i got the the cleanser And then it got in my eyes when I took a shower, and I was like, oh, and I was just in the shower. I'm sure a shitty roommate heard me just, like, weeping openly. I'm like, there's jalapeno just in every orifice of my face right now. This is also a point of, like, why if I use jalapenos, it like, raw jalapenos and anything that I'm cooking... I always buy, uh, go and get them, like, sliced or diced where, how, so that way I do not have to do it myself. You know... I'm going to start doing that. I just went to Aldi, and I'm like, oh, these are so cheap. I can get four. I'm like, well, since I'm cutting one, I might as well cut all of them. Yeah, because, I mean, I'm like, yeah, you're going to pay a little bit more, you know, to get them already diced or sliced, but at least I don't have to cut them. And then Yeah, I should have done that, but oh, well, here we are. But anyway, back to my love story. Yes. Mo, would you like to do some production information of it, or have you, when was the, when did you watch the show? I I mean, probably about a year ago. About a year ago? Okay. I mean, yeah, I, I still I, remember what happens. <laughs> no, you're totally fine. Um, I mean, I was just wondering, because I have just finished it, so I'm definitely going to be talking about it. I but, love yeah. this anime. I have opinions of it, that is for sure. I was watching this show, like, when it first came out. Yeah. I, I felt this anime was really cute. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be honest. I'm shocked that I was entertained for 24 episodes. I, uh, I, I knew you were going to like it because it's super cute. It's wholesome. I, it's, it is. I, I mean, love that they have like an innocent relationship, you know? It really is very cute. It is. I will say like, I, I loved Fruits, but ba- I would say like, Fruits Basket, for example, absolutely loved and adored it. Mm-hmm. This anime, like, I enjoyed, and I binged the whole thing, and I enjoyed coming home and watching it, like, for four episodes a night. Like, I really did enjoy watching it, mm-hmm. but it's by no means, like, one of my top, rom- like, one of my top animes of all time, but it's probably one of the best romance I've seen in a long time. Oh, yeah. But I'm, like, I like rom-com, but I like... I think I liked this because they got into the relationship really quickly. So early. They did. And they really did. I think that's what made it interesting for me because it was not that them trying to get into a relationship the whole show. 
but it was them learning how to navigate a relationship the whole episode. That is very true. I did like that perspective. It's the thing we always want, and they. I think the same way did it well. Mm-hmm. But anyway, Mel, could you do some protection information real quick so yes. I can do my portion, and then I can get my Uber Eats. Yes. So <laughs> this going. the anime was directed by Morio Asaki. The music is written by S.E.N.S., I have mm-hmm, no. Mm-hmm, it's a. Mm-hmm. It's a new age instrumental group formed in 1988. Stands for sound. Oh, we love new age instrumental groups. <laughs> it stands for sound, earth, nature, and spirit. This is very feng shui of them. Yes, uh, it's... dude. I watched a, a feng shui <laughs> video. Have you ever seen the the feng shui guy? Oh, on TikTok. Um, yeah. Yeah. He got, there was a comment that someone left. He's like, I'm going to prison for the next seven years later this week. Can you do feng shui of a prison bathroom? <laughs> a prison cell? And he was just like, okay. And then he did it. He's like, so you can't move the furniture. But, you know, put some magazines on the floor to separate <laughs> the, the space for the toilet from the rest of the room. So you have a defined space that's dirty and clean. And I was like, okay, this guy was like really respectful and kind of funny about it. So I was like, I like feng shui guy. Anyway, sorry. And so the studio is Madhouse. Woo! Yes, who has done uh, animes such as like Death Note, Claymore, um, High School of the Dead, Hunter Hunter. Sorry. uh, Batum. Map? They did Hunter Hunter? Yes. Uh, Overlord, Death Parade, Parasite, No Game, No Life. I really enjoy Madhouse. Madhouse is a good studio. Uh, yeah, I mean, a majority of the animes that, uh, yeah, Madhouse ma- does. Yeah, it's probably a majority of the stuff that's out. You know. Yeah, and they also tend to resolve their entire stories and don't live on cliffhangers. Fucking, um, which is it? What studios that is really bad about like doing one season and then like not doing any more seasons? I feel like Kyoto. Who did my hero? Would you say? I feel like Kyoto is really bad about that, but Kyoto is pretty bad about that too. But it's okay. But yeah, so yes, and so the original run for the show was April eighth of two thousand fifteen through September twenty third of two thousand fifteen, and it's got twenty four episodes, a live action film, and it's based off oh. of a manga. There's a live action film. Yep, that was from two thousand fifteen. Okay, now I kind of want to look at... I want to see how they uh, portray some of these characters in that. It's... Yeah. <laughs> I've seen it. <laughs> Have you seen it? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's... Yeah. It's a yeah. It's a yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Curious. Well, I'll do a quick synopsis. The synopsis is super simple. We have two main. We have well. There's three main characters in this entire show, which is pretty much all we're going to talk about. But we have our main character. His name is Takio Goda, and I would describe him as probably the biggest, beefiest, most muscular built, tall statured guy you'll ever meet. That is a high schooler somehow. Um, he is like literally described as being like the red ogre, like the giant. He's a giant. He is massive like he looks like an adult he's often mistaken for being his mom's husband Mm -hmm. that is what he looks like which was really weird those episodes but that's okay (laughs) but it's so funny because goda 
is really popular with the guys. They all love him. They think he's a girl, uh, he's a bro. And all the women are like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I'm just over here. I'm like, bro, if this man was like in a typical like American school, he would be so popular with the ladies. <laughs> like they'd be like, I want to climb that. But that's also kind of like the whole thing of like you know how like different like cultures are and stuff like that in like yeah. terms of like what attractiveness is you know this is true this is true but pretty much Takio is a very like intimidating presence but he actually is a very kind and sweet heart and all he wants to do is be courageous and chivalrous for everyone around him but because of his appearance you know he has like no love life even though he falls in love with like a doorknob like half the time like the first thing that shows any attraction to him or like any beauty he's like I'm in love with you and Mm -hmm. he falls head over heels for everybody constantly um but so he's a really hard time attracting the opposite sex because of that but then one day he saves a girl from getting groped in the subway which by the way I was like whoa (laughs) yeah (laughs) I was like not hit straight up getting groped and then this guy has the audacity to be like she was asking for it wearing that I'm like sir she is a high schooler and you (laughs) are an adult groping her in a public place I'm like this is not okay like you are crazy (laughs) You are crazy. Also, then he, like, turns the guy into the police, and the police are just like, oh, well, let's hear your side of the story. And he's like, I didn't do anything. Even if I did, she was asking for it. And they, the cops aren't doing anything. So Gota just sucker punches the dude, and they're like, oh, you need to be suspended from school for punching someone. I'm like, bitch, he did your job. He did your fucking job. <laughs> also, I got jalapeno juice in my eye. Oh, my God. Also, what does, like, somebody, like groping or like you know you say you're not doing your job and then being like well you need to be suspended from school what does that have to do with school absolutely nothing bitch bitch, you literally uh, that pisses me off so much to no end to no end Mm -hmm. but um yeah so he saves this girl and then very quickly uh rinko yamato is the girl's name she like wants to thank him brings cookies leaves leaves her phone by accident in his apartment goes back to talk to him and then very quickly they fall in love they start dating uh very quickly um and they start dating and the entire anime that's like in the third episode the entire anime is pretty much about their romance Mm -hmm. and it's actually really cute and wholesome well and it's just like i love how there's this kind of like misunderstanding between them in the beginning because she thinks that he's that she's in love with his best friend and he's like, yeah. I'm in love with you, but I want you to be happy. And so I'm going to set you up with my best friend because I think that you want my best friend, you know? Yeah. And I think there's a brief moment where Yamada's like, are you in love with your best friend? I- yeah. <laughs> are you into girls? And uh, it's just, uh, it's just, it's so wholesome. And then she's yeah. like, I like you. And like, <laughs> You know, and she's like, I don't think you like me back. It's very cute, man. It's so cute. And she's like the, like, daintiest, like, cutest girl ever. Like, she is so cute. Somebody so sweet that he wants that he's never been able to get before. But this girl, she's like, I like, I like my man a little thick. Yeah, she's like, he is so hot. And all her, her friends are like, he's a literal gorilla, which, by the way, Mo. Would not mind me a gorilla mm-hmm. like that. <laughs> I would be like, 
Yeah, I'm down. I'm Honestly, down for that. And, and like, I think it's just so cute watching their relationship progress, and it progresses yeah, so it really like is. perfectly, you know, because it's like very naturally. Like they're trying to figure out like how to be together and like you know navigate different like obstacles and things like that and it has all like the classic teenage angst things like how do we hold hands how do how when do i kiss her when is respectful to kiss her when do i do this when do i touch her when do i not touch her when do i tell her when do i call her by her first name and i'm like oh this is just too cute and to, yeah and like, and like try when do hands. i tell her i love her and like you know and then like the jealousy they get they're like oh my god are other girls into you goda and goda's like mm-hmm. i'm not popular with the ladies and then immediately but then like they're also trying to navigate being in a relationship together with other people like around them you know like having their friends involved in their relationship and things like that and then you know trying to set people up it's very cute um i will say something that cracks me up about this anime is the amount of times they almost have near-death experiences just (laughs) randomly like random construction beam about crush uh miss yamato in like the first four episodes Uh it's like man i'm so glad you're my boyfriend i had such a great day beam starts falling i I genuinely thought that i had switched to a different anime i was like (laughs) is this oh this is i thought at first it was a dream or flashback and i just Uh i'm like yeah i was like what is happening to be honest mo the reason why i knew she wasn't gonna die it wasn't a truck if it was a truck she would have died oh yeah there we go but um and then random building explosion like what the fuck was that about (laughs) i know and he just basically like plumbles through the building and stuff and like like he's like, just in there dying nothing. and they call him and they're like dude she's about to fucking come in after you like you better get your ass out of here yeah he's like oh my god oh. and he's like literally on fire it cracks me up and then like he'll do anything to save anybody that's in danger and help them and immediately everyone's like oh my god i'm so scared oh my god and then uh go to his like super hot friend uh sukano um is like oh, I can help too. And they're like, thank you so much for helping. And he's like, literally, I didn't do anything. It was literally the big guy behind me. Like, literally, I'm just here. <laughs> I'm literally just here, man. But yeah, uh, I'm back. I had to go grab my Uber Eats real quick, guys. So I'm back. Also, fun fact, you know, the roommate I was talking about earlier, the one was being super loud. Yeah. He's literally snoring so loud right now in his room. I don't know how he went to sleep so fast. He's asleep already? I, I don't know what the sound was coming from his room, but I think it was snoring, but it was super long. I'm not sure. I was like, given the door's broken so I can hear. That's <laughs> so anything. weird. Bro, I'm not. Mm-mm. Sorry. Neither here nor there. But yeah, uh, my love story, the general plot, everything about it, it's fairly cute. Mm-hmm. I will agree. Um. I think the storytelling is really interesting. I love the way they're navigating their relationship. Just overall, I think it's very well done. Um, I had a couple notes I had taken. Uh, I will say some of the love interests for some of the side characters or like the other main character, mm-hmm. I was like, no, no, no. You guys should never get together. Because <laughs> there are some people who are like, oh my gosh, they should get together. And I'm like, no, no, no. 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 <laughs> it's like, you, you should. You should not. You should not. But, oh yeah, and there's that one episode they randomly fall off a cliff. They literally fall off a cliff. Yes. Literally fall so, off a cliff. I say that this show 
I think it it does a good job of like depicting a real relationship, but also kind of keeping it from reality a little bit, yeah. you know. And I really enjoyed because, it. Like, I really, really did enjoy it. You and your significant other probably not going to face, like, a burning building superhero moment, having a beam dropped on them, getting, yeah. you know, falling off a cliff, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I, yeah. Falling off a cliff and spending the night in the forest, which, by the way, no one's parents were concerned about that at all. <laughs> and the one parent that was concerned was they're like, and then her friends are like, Oh, she's probably having sex with Goda right now. So she's with us right now. In reality, <laughs> she is literally a lost and sh- abandoned in a forest. I was like, true. Gr- PSA. True girlfriends right there. <laughs> PSA. Tr- this is my true crime side is coming with it. Um, this is not a true crime podcast, but if your friend goes missing after going on a camping trip to the woods with their boyfriend, do not just cover for them by lying. No, 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 no. If your 16-year-old friend has gone missing and is unaccounted for from going to a trip, there's probably an accident, which is probably the best-case scenario. Worst-case scenario, he's a serial killer, and he just killed her or kidnapped her. Time is precious. Those oh first 48 hours. Also, you don't have to wait 24 hours to file a police report. If the police tell you, oh, we have to wait 24 hours until we file a police report because they could have ran away. No, no, no. That is not a real thing. You'll force them to start a missing persons report. Start it then and there. If they are gone missing and you don't know where they are and you have reasonable expectations of why like they should be there, you know, mm-hmm. may it be a wedding, a doctor's appointment, their job, and they just suddenly have gone missing. I mean, yes, Mo sometimes goes missing for 12 hours a time, but she's asleep. <laughs> but if it's like 24 hours of, you know, and she slept through her job or she slept through, I mean, if she, she slept through our recording set, like when we were supposed to record before, but that is okay. You know, but if she slept through the recording session and then didn't go to work and her boyfriend's like, hey, do you know where Mo's at? I'll be like, bitch is not asleep. Bitch is not asleep. <laughs> I'm calling the police. <laughs> I Sorry. love how you run through a scenario how to realize if I'm <laughs> missing. Yeah. Yeah. Mo, you're my friend. When you don't respond, my mind immediately assumes that Ethan probably murdered you. <laughs> because humans are flawed and they make mistakes sometimes. Yeah. Like murder and kidnapping. Murder and kidnapping. <laughs> no, it's one of the so it's that's when there's little white lies. It's like a white lie. It just kind of happens sometimes. That's so funny. Anyway, uh, do you have anything else about the story that you'd like to comment on, or any other o- overarching themes that you thought were really beneficial from the story? Um, I had something to say, but then I kind of like forgot about it after you went that's on your okay. little rant. <laughs> so. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That wasn't a rant. That was a PSA. Yeah. Um, I'll probably think of it as we go along. Okay. But Let's just hop into characters then. Um, there's really only three main characters, but Mo, would you like to talk about the first one? Yes, we can talk about Takeo. Takeo Goda. Yes, yeah, so he is kind of like, as you we were saying, he's like the burly, like, you know linebacker like type you know uh wrestler you know like strong guy like yeah 
doesn't have like the typical like physique uh that like women are attracted to you know um it like yeah. you know in he does very uh, east well asian at cultures what... you know yeah he does very well at what was the bar he works at not the bar he works at but the restaurant it's called uh-huh. um machos yes uh, <laughs> it's just like I'm, I'm pretty sure it's a gay bar like gay like lgbt um safe place and he's okay. just dressed in like booty shorts yeah. and like an apron and he serves well, it's people a muscle and was bar. like oh Muscles. And, and they have muscle bars like all over Japan, I where they had the, they had these like big like you know bodybuilder type guys that just like serve you food. Mo, when I go to Japan in twenty twenty five, I will be going to a muscle bar. Do it, and I will send photos and updates. Yeah, they just have like muscle bars where like the guys will like flex at you and stuff like that, and I it's love just it. like. I love it. And, but, like I was saying, he doesn't have the typical physique of somebody, you know, that, uh, like. Women would find attractive. Yeah. And, but he does have, like, the kindest heart, and he does have, like, the personality that, like, women would be attracted to, which is kind of, like, offsetting. You know, and, like, he just wants to help, and he wants everyone around him to be happy. Even yeah. if it costs him his happiness, you know? Exactly. He's also so freaking dense and oblivious, it's hysterical. Mm-hmm. But that can, that also comes with kind of, like, you know, the whole, like, you Naivety. know. Well, He's naive. Well, the whole, like, him, you know, thinking, like, well, I'm not good enough, and, like, nobody would like me, and, True. like, you know. I mean, also, a lot of it, I feel like, it fits very well, because he's in high school, man. He's not an adult. And him being naive and being a teenager, like, I feel like a lot of his personality traits is genuinely really reflective of what someone in high school would act like. Mm-hmm. Which I feel like in a lot of high school-based animes we watch, the characters seem really mature. Like, yeah. when I was in high school, there was nobody acting like anyone from Monthly Girl Nozaki-kun. No one from Fruits Basket was acting the ways those characters were. They got they had so much trauma and bullshit they were dealing with. Mm-hmm. They were acting like they were at least in college. Oh, I remember what I was going to say now. So right. this story kind of makes me a little bit sad. Because I don't know if this is the same for you, Maddie. But for me in like high school, I was kind of the person that, you know, didn't get asked out. Didn't have a boyfriend. Yeah. Didn't, you know, was not really seen as like the desirable, you know. And so watching this show, I was just kind of like, oh, you know, like, somebody that, you know, is seen, like, as undesirable by everyone else is seen as desirable by someone, you yeah, know? And, like, I... in high school, and like it's like I never got that experience, you know? I think for me, uh, one, my high school dating experience was very... Um, complicated yeah we'll put it that way there was a lot going on i was trying to figure out about myself and who i liked and what type of people we'll just put it that way um for me i actually related way more with sunakawa than goda or uh yamato Mm -hmm. because i was not interested in dating in high school like i really wasn't i thought romance was exhausting i didn't want to deal with it 
but also watching this anime it kind of like pulled my heartstrings a little bit because i was like okay you know you know how nice it would have been in high school or right now to have someone light up this know they see me that wants to hang out with me that when i send my single word responses to them they don't get offended by it like for Mm -hmm. me that was like what i was like okay that's understanding because Goda responds with text messages by single word answers like oh I did too or good night but in reality you see him as audience just flustered and blushing and saying he loves her so much and Miss Yamato will send like long messages and but it's never brought up as a conflict or anything Mm mm-hmm and I feel like it's just because they understand each other and how much they actually love each other. Oh, yeah. And, it, 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 you know, for me, that that level of understanding of who they were uh, is what was really, like, there was, like, an aching in my heart. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I really wish I had someone like that, you know, that loved me that much, that wanted well, to hang out with me that much. And it's, like, I've seen a lot of, like, TikToks here recently and stuff that's, like, you know, a message to, like, the girl who always felt, like, left out, you know, in high school or something and now has, like, a boyfriend or something. And it's, like, you know, it's, like, you know, you're super valid, you know, and, like, wanting to, like, just hang out with your boyfriend and stuff, you know, because you were always seen as second or third an option. And, you know, somebody has now chosen you as a first option, you know, and so, of course, you want to hang out with the one person, you know, that chose you as a first option, you know, and stuff. And it was, it's just like a whole thing of like, man, like I like, it makes me so sad because you hear all the time about having like your high school romance and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, I like never have that, you know? Yeah. It's sad. It is sad. It it feels like you, you got cheated out of a part of your childhood that you should have had. Simo, it's so weird for me because I sort of kind of dated people in high school, but it was always a disaster and mm-hmm. arguably really unhealthy. Uh, and I didn't really date that much in high school. I dated someone for like two months in high school. Uh, it, it, it was bad. Mm-hmm. But for me, which I totally get why you feel that way. But for me, I'm more on the side of Sanakawa and Goda's relationship. That best friend relationship, mm-hmm. like that, the that ride or die, because I never had that, ever. I still d- don't have that. I mean, I think you're by probably my closest to being that best friend. Yeah. But it's not the same, you know. Like they lived a life together, and I saw that on TikTok the other day. The reason why in high school you had friends that you did stuff with that wasn't just catching up, because now we just catch up. Because in high school you saw each other so much every single day that you lived life together. You mm-hmm. didn't have to do the whole catching up thing now that we're adults we may you and i are a little different because we see each other on a regular basis on yeah. this podcast and our D group but that's why with so many people that you meet for like once a month it's all it is is catching up and telling each other what's going on in life you're not living life together anymore but for me in high school i never had that either like i didn't have anyone that did anything with me outside of school i didn't have that friend that was like yeah maddie's just a really good friend Mm-hmm. Or, oh, yeah, like, you know, I can be myself. I can actually laugh around him. Or I felt comfortable enough to laugh around someone. I didn't go to someone's house and hang out with them. I didn't, not I didn't like, run out on my girlfriend's birthday to go support my friend who was in the hospital 
by himself while his dad's in surgery. Mm-hmm. Like, I never had a relationship like that in high school. So for me, I that's where my, my heart was aching the most when mm-hmm. I was watching the show. I think just, like, I feel like this show kind of, like... For different people in different circumstances, it can, you know, can be really moving. be really moving and sad in a way because it can, it kind of shows you a life, you know, that like you could have had, you yeah. know. Well, Mo, I'm really sorry that that was your experience in high school. It really fucking sucks. I you too. I mean, it really you know, fucking sucks sometimes to think back on it. You know, it does. I. I try really hard to look on the positives of everything. Um, believe it or not, y'all, I'm actually a really optimistic person, which I feel like you could agree with that, Mo. I mean, yeah. I think I I come off kind of prickly sometimes and a little candid and a little pessimistic, it feels like. But overall, I'm actually a super optimistic person. Um, the, like For me, like rolling out of bed and going to work is like, that's been a good day. Mm-hmm. If my backpack falls apart, my laptop falls out of its shatters... My car breaks down, and then I get a bad grade exam, which has happened in one day in college. I'm like, oh, well, it's just Tuesday, man. You know, but... Could be worse. Almost gets evicted from my house. I'm like, someone's struggling. Worse. It's okay. Like, I'm at a place where I am in my life, you know, that, like, if, like, I had a chance to go back and change anything, I wouldn't. I love my life the way that it is right now. But it, you still just can't, like, help but, like, look back, you know, and be like, man, like, I feel like I that got sucked. cheated out of an experience that I should have had. Yeah, man. There was a lot of things, I think, for both of us in high school that we got cheated out of. I would argue, though, I think we got cheated out of more stuff in college. Yeah. I don't know. Actually, no, your college experience was a probably, I think your college experience was a lot more positive than my college experience was. My college experience was really bad. It didn't start out very good, my college experience. That's true. Like, you know, because it is like the whole like OSU pub thing didn't go well. And then, you know. Yeah. Of course. It, it didn't go well. Of course, the rush thing also didn't go well. And so I just kind of felt like, you know, like I was like, well, what, what what's the point? You know, like I'm not... <laughs> doing anything but i think it was just like seeing that and like turning it around myself like i had to like get out of my funk and go do something that i was just kind of like okay yeah i get it i never really got out of that funk until i graduated college sadly yeah because what i kept doing was trying to find it in new places and never found it with myself so I would find it for like a semester and like have a, there was like two semesters of college. I had really good semesters. I'm like, oh my God, this was amazing. And then it, the carpet got ripped out from underneath me, beat me over the head and slammed me down face first into the concrete and then curb stomped me. Yeah. That's kind of what my college experience had. And you know which semesters I'm talking oh, yeah. about, which were really fucking rough. But it's, but it's like, you know, like if you want to think it, like other people caused that. You know, yeah, like it wouldn't true. have happened if some people would have kept their mouths shut, you know, you know, we don't need to unpack that, man, that maybe we'll do like an after like Bencher's anime edition after hours in the dark and we can talk about our baggage. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, Mo, would you like to talk about uh, the main love interest? Real yes. Quick? So it, it her name is Rinko Yamada. Yeah. 
And she's like she's the super like cute cutie girl, you know, like she's really cutie sweet. She's very like a stereotypical kind of like girl next door anime character. Yeah. And like, you know, she bakes sweets. She's like very super like kind and like, you know, soft hearted. Um, she's very popular and uh she like makes a lot of friends and you know she's she's just overall just amazing yeah she's kind her. of like not the type of girl that you would typically see with like takeo and kind of it's kind of like vice versa yeah they're like opposites but the same and like the same sentence like it's their hearts are very similar they're both kind and mm-hmm. thoughtful and really caring but their exteriors are so different mm-hmm. you know um but i think for me when i realized how good they were together is how the both of them have bit major insecurities that they shouldn't be insecure about yeah for example for yamato it's like oh my god go to thinks i'm this super sweet and innocent girl but i want him to touch me i want him to hold hands with me i want to cuddle i want to kiss him mm-hmm. and i'm over here like girl that's not all you want <laughs> we know what you want with that beefcake, yes, sir, I know what you want. Which, you know, and, and then, it's kind of cute because they do have misunderstandings in the relationship, too, you know? Which makes sense because, th- I mean, this is a good example of people that hop into a relationship without really knowing each other beforehand and then making it work and learning stuff together. Like, they start dating before they even know each other's birthday. I'm like, yep. <laughs> girl, I would have been asking what a Zodiac was day one. <laughs> like, we got to look at that. <laughs> I'm like, we got to look up that compatibility. If you're a Gemini, out the door. Which I'm pretty sure she is a Gemini, isn't she? Uh, I don't... Her, her birthday's June 15th. I, no, I think she's a um, Cancer. June 15th. I... And then he's a Capricorn. Because mm. his birthday's the exact same day as our marketing director's. I yeah. mean, our HR director's birthday. Fun fact. But yeah, it's kind of cute to see how, like they grow and learn in their relationship and it, it's they just do. so like endearing to like it see a relationship so actually sweet. form instead of trying to get to the point where they get into a relationship you know yeah i really did enjoy that like there wasn't that which no you know i love angst and slow burn more than anything mm-hmm. that my fan fiction i read it is full of angst and slow burn but i love it in this they didn't induce angst and slow burn i mean they still had angst but there wasn't the slow burn. They knew what the goal was. They just were trying to figure it out along the way. And I really I mean, that. in a sense, you could also say that there was, like, slow burn because it's, like, they got into a relationship and it's not like they were, like, holding hands, hugging, and kissing, like, right it's away. True. Not like their other friends that got together and they're like, oh, we already kissed after the Christmas party. And they're like, what? What? We <laughs> just started dating. Um, but, yeah, I really liked Rinko Yamado, she's just a very sweet character. Also, crack me up because she's voiced actress. Like, the, the VA for it is the same one for Happy from Fairy Tale. Uh-huh. And so every time I was listening, I'm like, hmm, this could be not Sue and Happy Oh, right there's now. an English dub for it? Yes, it's only on Hulu. Oh, really? Well, not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not anymore. That's why I was like, I have to finish it. Because it's there's no other... The English dub is nowhere else. I was like, I will be watching all of it by Friday... I was like, I'm sorry that you want to play video games with me right now, my Apex friend, but we are having to watch this anime. I was like, I prioritized watching this anime. Because I watched this anime when it was just, like, sub, so I didn't even the know that there was really a dub. Uh, Austin Tittle is an 
Sukano. Um, Suna. Suna. And uh, what's her name? Uaraka, the voice actress for her, uh-huh. is uh, the same one for the sister. Oh, okay. And it was pretty funny. But anyway, uh, now I can talk about my favorite character. Okay. Uh, Suna. He is my Go favorite ahead. character. Which he is uh, Goda's, uh, the main character's best friend. They're like, they live right next to each other. Suna has always been like the super popular with the ladies. He's super hot, he's super attractive, mm-hmm. but he's very like stoic. He has shows very little emotion. Like I would compare him a lot to the rat from Fruit Baskets. Very like yeah. emotionless, very dreamy. All the girls are fawning over him. Literally, first episode, people are confessing love to him, and he's just like, "Oh, I'm sorry you feel that way, but I don't." And like, just that's it. And he mm-hmm. breaks hearts left and right, and it's so cute because. He views dating as really exhausting and like he's like I I just could really don't less. have time but for he, it and don't want to. Yeah, he's like I this is exhausting, but he says no to so many girls because they talk shit about Takio behind Takio's back. And soon as like that's my best friend, I am not dating. And I like how he does it cuz he's not going out of his way to be like yo shut the fuck up. It's literally like oh, I literally have zero interest in you because you literally talk so meanly of my friend. Yeah. Like, why would I be interested? Well, but, like, also, he's not, like, outrightly saying why he doesn't like these women. Yeah. You know? He's just always kind of like, eh, I don't feel that way about you, you know? Like, because yeah. I also think in a, he's trying to protect his friend's, like, feelings yes. in a sense, you yes. know? And so well, he's... Also, he... Well, so, he's also just comes off very, like, uh... Nonchalant. He's very stoic, acad- very nonchalant, very academic-focused, very emotionless. But he only laughs around Takano, uh, like mm-hmm. Takio. Uh, like he truly laughs and is himself and he enjoys that relationship. But it's so funny because he is like, he's like third wheeling so hard constantly on Miss Yamado and Takio. And at first I thought Yamado would hate it. Like I thought she would get so mad. Mm-hmm. But like she's chill with it. Takio's chill with it. And Suna's just like, I'll just keep eating pastries. I'll just enjoy myself over here. Well, I think it, it's just kind of like. I think, like, Yamato, like, coming into the relationship knew that there was already a relationship between Suna and Takio established, you know? Yeah. And, like, she didn't want to, like, come between that relationship, you know? But I think, like, all three of them have, like, an understanding of, like, Mm -hmm. where their boundaries are with each other, you know? I I will also say... I, I, I was reading a lot of Reddit feeds about this, and I was, like, researching the manga, seeing how it ended. I personally view, I think, um, Suna's probably ace, personally. Yeah. Like, the way I read this, I found him asexual, like, or ace, um, aromantic. Yeah. Because he is interested in girls, but he just never develops feelings for everyone. Like, he just doesn't. Um, which, to me, in the least, he's demisexual, which he can be ace and demi. But... Mm-hmm. I just, I, when I was viewing him, I, I viewed a character that is just not interested in romance. Mm-hmm. Um, and, dude, the Reddit feeds were so mean about, they're like, just because he's not dating someone does not mean he's not straight. And I'm just like, well, well, well. It's just the way they were portraying him, it didn't show someone that wanted to be single. Like, it wasn't a someone who's like, I'm waiting for the perfect girl. It was someone who's just like, I'm just not interested in dating right now. I'm very content with my friendships. Yeah. I'm content sitting and being an observer. I'm content with my life as is. And I'm like, that is a form of demisexuality. That's a form of aromantic being asexual. It's a very 
wide spectrum and everyone kind of has different interpretations of it and i'm not expert on it because i don't identify as part of that community like the asexual community Mm because i am definitely romantic and sexual well Uh, (laughs) yeah i mean like i think it's kind of weird because there's always been like a debate with suna about like well is he gay is he straight like blah 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 and i'm like why can't we just like say that he's just not interested in a relationship why does everybody have to like you know be straight or gay like why can't they just not be interested in not having a relationship you know this is true but that is by definition falls underneath a romantic so it's just kind of like i don't think it's a matter of being straight or gay i think it's that other side because there's you know the general sexuality description but then there's also like demisexual aromantic which you can be those while also being straight or gay yeah so it's just kind of like i just think the whole you know argument has always been on like what side of like you know attraction he falls oh gotcha you know and not i I just think he whether he wants to be in a relationship you know the thing is, I think he's straight. Um, I don't think it really matters. I don't think that's the point of his character. His point of his character is to be an observer, to support, to be a good friend. Oh, to yeah. help people come to terms with things. And I really enjoyed that. Like, mm-hmm. I enjoyed that in this character because there wasn't a focus on romance. I mean, there were moments where they're trying to get him to date people, and he's just like, I'm sorry, I just don't feel that way. That. A bag fell on my head. Uh, <laughs> did you see that? Yes. <laughs> that scared the shit out of me. Todd, no. is that you telling me to go to bed? I think Todd just showed up, guys. Well, if it helps, he just scared the shit out of me. Bro, our 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 partners are showing up. Your boyfriend, my ghost, <laughs> keeps showing up, fucking around. This ain't it, man. Chill out in my bedroom. Oh my god. <laughs> no, sir. But, but yeah, I really like Soon as a character. To be honest, I related a lot to him. Mm-hmm. Especially when, like, for me in high school, I related a lot to Suna. Where I just was not interested in romance. Not that people were not interested in me. I just could care less. Yeah. And I get that. That's why I really like Soon as a character. Mm-hmm. So, animation... What'd you think Actually, of it? you want me to uh, talk about something real quick? Did you search up fan fiction? I did. And what was there it? was a total of sixty works. Okay. Total, uh, four, uh, not four, uh, twenty of them were in a different language that I could not read, and I said, "Okay, cool." Okay. Then, which guys, I don't know if you guys have figured this out. When I research for this podcast about fan fiction, I just go straight to the explicit setting because that's the most entertaining. There were only four options. Uh, and three of them were very boring. Uh, I just, I, oh, I kind of read through them and I was like, okay, this is just very vanilla. Also, I'm, uh, yeah, I can't even understand what you're reading because this doesn't make any sense. But there was one. No. There was one. <laughs> there was one. Uh, I'll describe it to you because I did read it because it was pretty short. Oh my uh, god, okay. <laughs> pretty much. Suna. Takio. Takio has moved in in college with Yamato. They share an apartment together. Suna comes over one night and is getting, you know, freaky? prime time <laughs> with Takio. Get really, freaky. <laughs> really uh, helping him relax all the muscles 
We'll just put it that way. And Takuya's about to, what is it? Deliver the goods. I guess that'd be this weird one. He's he's about to pitch a perfect inning. We'll put it that way. Home run. And then Miss Yamato walks in. And Suna's like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. And Yamato's like, Takio, we talked about this. You were supposed to wait till I got here. And then they... <laughs> Did they... Had... They had a threesome uh, with Suna being the submissive and breedable in the middle between the two. Oh, it was the funniest. Okay. It was so funny. She got a strap on. <laughs> it was the funniest shit I have ever read. And it was so quick. And... I was like, I was like, oh, plot twist, plot twist. Yamato's was walking in and she's going to be heartbroken. And she's like, <laughs> we talked about made, this. <laughs> I made some pastries for this. <laughs> this is this is so weird. <laughs> I, I didn't read it too aggressively, but I scrolled through it. And she's like, Takio, we were supposed to wait. I made, you know, the pastries to get us in the mood. <laughs> Tokyo was like, I couldn't wait any longer. Excuse you, Yamato. I was like, okay, sorry. I just wanted to make that quick snippet because I thought it was so fucking funny. I was like, Mo will appreciate this. Oh my goodness. But animation. (laughs) Yeah, so animation. (laughs) Um, I actually really liked it. Like, I did too. I. Though I I did think that it was very muted, in a mm-hmm. sense, it like it's so weird to say that it was bright, but muted at the same time. Yeah, I know what you mean. But I felt like it kind of like fit with the kind of like cutesy vibe that they were trying to go mm-hmm. for. But also, I well, I did like how it kind of like wasn't super, cause like I really got like. Your Lion April vibes. Yes. Except for, I would say the biggest difference. So Your Your Lion April was over-the-top visuals, very bright, big starry eyes. Whereas when I was watching uh, My Love Story originally, I thought this anime was from, like, the early 2000s. Oh, really? Because it's drawn in a very simple style. So it's not, like, an old style, but, like, the character designs are very simple. They're not uh-huh. bland. They're simple. And, like, the eyes are simple. They're not, like, the over-the-top anime uh, sparkly eyes. It's just very simple lines. Like, the characters themselves are designed very small. So I feel like mm-hmm. that muted tone that you were talking about, I think they just had, they just kept it really simple. Yeah. But also, there were moments that animated stuff that I thought was so cool. There's, like, one scene specifically when they're at the zoo where Takio is walking around the table and the whole thing is animated where he's walking and they're having an entire conversation, Mm -hmm. which is normally, you know, not how they do it. Normally they like have a scene of them walking up and then they're sitting at the table, you know? Yeah. They don't animate the whole walking around the table and sitting down thing. And I thought that was really interesting. It was like a lot of little things like that, but I was like, yeah, this is really high quality animation, but it's so simply done. It looks so fluid, so easy. It's Mm -hmm. not like Demon Slayer, crazy the over the top visuals it's not like the over top character designs you don't obviously know who the main character is based on their hair design yeah nothing like that it's just very simple very normal yes i get what you mean 
I really liked it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was it, at first I was like I hate this, and then I'm like okay, it's this growing is on me. On me. Um, I see what you're doing here, and I'm here for it, baby. Anyway, Mo, how do you feel about the music? I'm done with you. Am I done? I'm, I'm canceled. <laughs> um, if this is why I got canceled. I, I thought the music was okay. I don't, like, remember anything that, like, very, like, stood out to me or anything like that. I did like the opening. I thought the opening was I really cute. I did not. I thought it was cute. I, I thought it was okay, but it really reminded me of the Happy Sugar Life opening, and I couldn't unhear <laughs> that. And so I was just kind of like, every time I played, I was like, uh, like this is not that anime. But I thought the opening was super cute, like the visuals for yes. it. Yes. Uh, my favorite part is the cake at the end where it's <laughs> Takio yes. and Yamato in the middle. And then Suna's just awkwardly like to the side in the back of the cake. Yes. <laughs> but it was so funny. Uh, I just, and like, I th- I think it's so cute how they like kind of changed that with like how the episode was gonna yeah. like be you know how like it was just like Takeo and then they added the little Rinko and then like they add, you know yeah it's very it was cute. just super cute and I loved like the whole like them like floating on the cupcakes and stuff like that and it was just yeah it's just very cute very sweet and wholesome but with music I mean it was just kind of you know I felt like it was, it was okay there. it was there nothing to write home about it's been a while since we've really heard very good an like music in an anime um i feel like nowadays like, like the anime has to be about music for us to even really say anything about it you know well i will be honest there are a couple animes i've been listening to lately bungo stray dogs is a great example of an, a newer anime that has really good music that matches each character's personality like yeah when characters have theme songs that are really pronounced and recognizable and differ so dramatically like Hunter Hunter, Hisoka's theme is very like Spanish oh, yeah. influenced. <laughs> yeah, you know the Hisoka theme. Yeah, everyone knows that one. And we're like, My Hero has a fantastic soundtrack. Sao, Demon Slayer, um, what is it? Black Clover. Paradise Island that just came out. What'd you say? Black Clover. Black Clover. Oh my God, the openings are so good, and so is like the general. Um, songs. there are good soundtracks out there, but. None of the ones we've been reviewing really have that. I mean, it's not as bad as some oh, like songs, we, music we've listened to. Yeah, I, I, it's been a while since I've listened to an anime that has such bad music that I cannot listen. Like, yeah, I cannot watch it. I don't think that's really ever happened to me. Other than Earl and Fairy was the only time I listened to music. I'm like, I truly hated the music. I loved Earl and Fairy. Okay. Mhm. Mhm. I thought it was great. Yep. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> I love the opening. Anyway, Mel. But then again, that's a reminiscence of my childhood because I watched that anime when I was in middle school. That this is fair. But anyway, Mo, any final thoughts about my love story? I think it's just like a really cutesy kind of like romance anime, and if you're wanting to like get into romance anime and you're not like really there for like the slow burn effect and all that. Like, this is a really good one, like, if you're just really wanting to, like, get into it, you know? Yeah. Also, it's really safe because there's not any, there's not, there's really no uh, fan service. There's not really any, like, super problematic classic cliches. It's not like Takio's falling into people's boobs and him getting slapped around. Exactly. It's none of those, like, really terrible tropes we hate. 
it's just a really good It's like purely story. about the relationship. It's not like yeah. about them like it's about them getting to know each other, but like not in like a weird like way that exactly. like we kind of know anime to be, you know? Yep. I know what you mean. But yeah, Mo, would you like to shamelessly plug real quick while I get the jar ready? Yeah. Alright guys, so this is the part of the podcast where I shamelessly plug all our social media, so go take a look. We are on Instagram, Patreon, TikTok, YouTube, and Twitter. And we are on those at Bingers Anime Edition, the name of this podcast that you know and love. And we are on Twitter at Anime Bingers, which actually is not called Twitter anymore. I just figured that out. It's called X. It's called X. Whatever. <laughs> Yeah, I, f- I just remembered. We probably should be saying that differently now. It's called X. I am not going back and editing every single time we've said that to X. It no. is staying Twitter in the past ones. You I, know where to go, guys. I literally just figured out that it's not called Twitter anymore. And I was like, well, that's stupid. <laughs> yeah. It's not great, man. But anyway, please reach out to us. Talk to us. I will respond, baby, because I'm a lonely bitch. Uh, so, anyway, Mo, I have the jar. Okay. Um, you tell me when to pull, and I will. Okay. I'm okay. Oh my god. What is it? Neo Neo Genesis Evangelion. No, no, it's no, it's Abyss. Neo (gasps) Anglical Abyss. This one, this one's so old. I remember watching this. I don't even remember the show. (laughs) What the fuck is this? Mo. I cannot do an anime I have not seen yet. Because I have a very busy study week. Well, so, then new drawing. I, at first I was like, oh, this is Neo Vangelion. I'm like, wait, no it's not. Why is Abyss? <laughs> Alright, try again, Mel. Take two. Okay. Okay. Have we reviewed Blue Exorcist? I feel like we have. I think we have. I will put it to the left and I will go through our archive... Uh, I didn't realize we reviewed JJK until someone mentioned it to me yesterday. And I really? Was like, we did <laughs> we, yeah. Wait, I we did? Like, I thought it was only we in the top ten. We reviewed Jujutsu Kaisen. <laughs> we did. I do not remember it. It's something about fingers uh, is the title episode. I it's do like not remember. swallowing fingers or something like I that. I do not you know. remember reviewing JJK. I don't either. But, Mo, when should I draw? Okay, go. Okay. We might start doing this faster. I have not seen Classroom of the Elites. Oh, um, that's a good one. It's a good one. I want to. Okay, I'm just gonna start pulling randomly until I get one we can do. We did B Gata HK already. B Gata HK. This first time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we've done You Know of the Dawn. <laughs> we've done Hunter Hunter before too, haven't we? No, we haven't. I thought we did because we talked about the chimeras a lot in it. I haven't gotten to the Chimera arc, and I think you were waiting until I had finished the Chimera arc. Okay, well, I don't foresee you finishing it anytime soon, so next one. Um, oh, wait, this one's short. Beastars. I also have not seen Beastars. Beastars, though, I think it only has, like, 12 episodes in this each oh, it's season. It's two seasons. I mean... No, I, can't, I have to... We ha- okay. The one I just drew. What? Junjo Romantica. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> no, sir. No, sir. Uh, we've done Kakagiri. We- <laughs> this is not going well, Mo. This is not going well. What is in the jar? 
Acoustic Records. We've done that too. Yes. No, we haven't. Yes, we have. <laughs> we can't do that one. Um, but what the hell? Have we done Rising of the Shield Hero? Yes, we've talked about Nafumi. Have Wait. we done Rising of the Shield Hero? I don't think we've done Rising of the Shield Hero. Let me... I think... Okay, guys, we'll review something next week. Probably Rising of the Shield Hero. I don't think we've done it yet. We've had many options we just pulled. <laughs> it's probably Rising of the Shield Hero. Um, but, you know, thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode of Binger's Anime Edition and our rambles again yes. about a lot. And we'll, we'll see you guys next week. <laughs> we'll figure something out. Uh, we really need to re- we need to do redo this chart. Yeah, I, I know. <laughs> new project. I, I'll I'll bring it with me on the plane so we can figure it out. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, y'all have a good one out there, guys. Good luck, Benjamin. We'll see you later. Bye. All right. Bye. Bye.